This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Diving, diving deep, deep, diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. All right, John, um, are you ready for some for real or I'm always ready. Okay, we love for real or So we do this each and every Thursday episode. I read a sentence to John, a series of them actually after each one. Uh, I ask him for real or for gazy if he thinks that what I just read to him, the sentence is accurate. He says it is for real. If he thinks it is inaccurate, stupid, or just me being dumb, he says gazy. Fugazi. It's Italian for counterfeit, fake, or Sean is dumb. Fugazi. Yeah, do your hand like that. Um, all right, John, here we go. I got a bunch of them today, so let's do it. Um, Will Anderson Jr. named as a replacement to the Pro Bowl for Max Crosby. So he'll be going to the Pro Bowl games. Uh, next week in Orlando, Florida, to represent the Houston Texans. John, for real or Fugazi, next year Will Anderson will make the Pro Bowl, but not as a replacement, as a starter. Oh, that's for real. I I did a column this week, and I asked him about it, and he didn't give me as good an answer as I was hoping to. Of course, it was about him. Looking back at Mario Williams and J.J. Watt, four and a half and five and a half sacks as rookies, and then both of them, 14 for Mario and 20.5 for uh, JJ. So I expect Will Anderson to jump up into the double digits and, and become a perennial double digit guy. And I think it's good because players vote as well as fans and coaches. And that's why I think it's ridiculous, but compared to the all pro team, but I think for him to be out there participating in everything and making friends because he's we know he's such a likable, personable guy mm-hmm. with a great personality. I think that'll set him up well next season. Yeah. And, John, I don't think you're going to see anybody go more balls to the wall, hard to the hoop in these backyard barbecue games they play there than Will Anderson. <laughs> he's going to be pulling harder in that damn tug of war than any player we've ever seen. They have to tell the rookies, hey, take a chill pill. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Especially Will. All right, John. Um, Jim Harbaugh got hired by the Los Angeles Chargers yesterday. New five-year deal. We know the Chargers are a star-crossed. Some some might even say a cursed franchise with the way they've lost in the postseason and even some regular season games in recent years. John, Jim Harbaugh is a strong enough force to overcome the Charger curse. For real or Fugazi? That's for real too, Sean. He's. He went to three championship games in a Super Bowl with the 49ers. 
um, beat, got beat by his brother, and they play again next season. And he wore out his welcome because he's a royal pain in the butt and uh, for people to deal with. But I think based on the kind of improvement the 49ers made in his first season and the talent that they have out there, even though they got, they're over the cap and they have some financial difficulties, when it comes to the cap, I think uh, some people may pick them to win the division. I wouldn't. I'd take the Chiefs, of course. But I think the Chargers are back. It was a great move. some point we'll hear that he got $20, 25000000 million a year because one of the things, the taxes in Michigan are a lot different. The taxes in California Oof. and L.A. So I had a longtime NFL contract negotiator say what he was being offered in Michigan, if it's true, then he's going to have to say say to them, okay, this is what I would have made. This is what I would have made after taxes. So you're going to have to make up the difference. Yeah, so I'm guessing that they did. Okay. Well, that's uh, – and, John, think about that division. You got Andy Reid, Sean Ooh. Payton, and Jim Harbaugh. I wish Belichick had gotten offered the Raiders job. How great would that be? <laughs> and Antonio Pierce, do you think he feels overwhelmed? Uh, yeah. You know, one of these things is not like the other. Sorry, Antonio Pierce. You're part of a Sesame Street meme now. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> All right, I got a few Texan ones for you, John. You ready? You got a few Texan for real or for gazes. Here we go. Um, John, we know Damian Pierce did not have the season we all hoped he would have. In fact, by the end of the year, he wasn't getting any offensive snaps for this team, even in blowout losses, not getting any offensive snaps. John, for real or for gazes, Damian Pierce has had his last regular season carry as a Houston Texan. Easy. I think he's too talented. He showed that as a rookie. It was the system. And I remember Derrick Henry saying his biggest regret with the Titans was he didn't learn the zone scheme quicker. But once he did, his career took off. And I'm not saying comparing the two. I'm just talking about the zone scheme that Devin Singletary adjusted to quick, much more quickly than uh, than Pierce. But I think Pierce is a good guy in the locker room. He doesn't cost him much money. I do think that, uh, in fact, I'll have a column uh, Friday on SportsRadio610.com about the running game being the thing that has to get the most attention and show the most improvement, and I think they will be looking for another back. There's no guarantee Singletary will be back. No, I, John, I, I could see them nuking the whole room, honestly, and you can make a case that that's the right thing to do depending on who they bring in to backfill those guys. Um John, if you're Nick Casario, you get a phone call from somebody and they offer you a fourth-round pick for Damian Pierce, yes or no? Fourth-round pick, I'd do it. Yeah, I would too. I would too. Fifth-round pick? No. Okay, so that's the that's the, that's the the breaking point for you right there. That makes sense. And I'd put, um, I would put a condition in there if he rushes for 1,000 yards, it's, it goes to a three. Ooh, look at that. I like that, John. I like, I like little wrinkles like that. Um, all right, next one. Um We've not really seen nor heard much about Kenyon Green over the course of the season. He's been off rehabbing injuries uh, in solitude. John, for real or Fugazi, Kenyon Green will be the starting left guard for the Texans in week one next season. Who oh boy, I'm going to say for real. You got Juice Scruggs played left guard. They want him to play center. You got Jarrett Patterson. He played center in place of Juice Scruggs after being a guard. He's got to get every opportunity because he showed enough at A&M who moved him up and down the line for Nick Casario to take him, uh, take him, move up and take him. And so uh, he's, he's, I think he's healthy. I know some people that have seen him out say he looks great. And uh, so he's got a lot to prove. And he got pushed around as a rookie. 
And then last year he was hurt and he got put on IR. He knows what people are saying about him. So I don't think he's going to be a washout because he just was too good for the Aggies. Maybe he is, but I think he'll get another chance. Okay. I, I hope that's the case, John. If for no other reason, then I don't need these Deshaun Watson picks that they got to not work out. I want every single one of them to work out for the Houston Texans. And that was a big one. That was the first one. Sean, the um, thing that I'm concerned about on that, uh, when he was drafted, it wasn't for the zone scheme. Yeah. And uh, Juice Scruggs was drafted, traded up into the second round because they thought he could play that scheme, even though they anticipated him being a center. And he had some issues, but he also had some good games. So if they're healthy next year, they're going to have some talent in the line. The key is, does that talent play the way it should? Mm -hmm. Uh, And is Chris Strasser, you know, he hadn't played in that, he hadn't coached in that scheme. And Bobby Slowick said near the end of the season, and he'd done a really good job learning it, and I'm still – wondering why I hired an offensive line coach who hadn't coached in that system, but you got to figure he may be better too in his second year of coaching that scheme. Yeah. For that, I think that's a, that's a very fair point. All right, John, I got two more. Josh Hader filled the Astros biggest need this off season money. Well spent Jim Crane for real or Fugazi. Boy, um, I love, Let me say, I'm trying to, let me preface this. I love the signing. They're bullpen now. You know, Presley doesn't like it, even though he's saying he does. And they were pretty good. Uh, Now they, I'll say uh, for real, because I like the signing, what it signals that maybe since Crane uh, opened the vault, but it's still a five-year contract. Guys like Kyle Tucker, they want eight to 10 years. But to me, I feel better about the possibility of signing Tucker to an extension. And I'm not sure what's going to happen to Bray. Altuve is not leaving. He's going to be, what, 35 next year. But uh, I think it's a good sign for what could come. And Hayter, my God, he was great last year. He was great in the playoffs in 2022, even though he stunk it up during his last season. And after that trade, he was lights out. So it's they're going to be even better if they stay healthy. Then Dotel, Ledge, and Billy the Kid, who just got screwed by the Hall yeah. of Fame Selection Committee, hopefully he'll make it next year being five votes short. Yeah, five votes short, but only one more chance to get in on the regular on the regular process. Um, you- hang on one second, Sean. I'm yeah. sorry. Since we're talking about that, my favorite baseball writer, Jason Stark, did a deep dive into the Hall of Fame, the guys that got in there this year, but uh, that was Todd Elton especially, and how other guys going into that last year of modern eligibility, why they have 10 years, I don't know. We have 20 on Pro Football Hall of Fame Selection Committee, and how many guys have increased by many more votes than Billy Wagner needs five and gotten in on that last year. So Jason and and all the – I I can't believe when all the points about Wagner and what he did, people look at it and how they could not vote him for the Hall of Fame. But Jason Stark and a lot of people are confident he'll get in next year. And of course, everybody in Houston is hoping that he will too. I hope so. I, you know, John, I look at this. I mean, I'm a huge Billy Wagner fan. I was really disappointed he didn't get in the other day. I, I don't know. For some reason, what like the 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 baseball. Hall of Fame, gatekeeper, 
voting constituency for whatever reason that corner of the sports world is one of the most annoying ones to me because of the nature of the baseball hall of fame where they factor in integrity and the guy's personality and things off the field. I like the way you guys do it where it's like, how good a player was he? Like, that's it. Because you see things like Omar Vizquel, for example, Omar, he's not in the hall of fame, but he was bumping up the, the ladder each year with the number of votes. And I'm not a Vizquel fan. I'm going somewhere with this. He peaked out in like the 50% range somewhere a few years ago. And then all the news came out about some things he had done in retirement, but like bad things to, you know, like to his wife or whatever. And now the votes are back down to 17%, you know, for Omar Vizquel. And I'm like, okay. I mean, the things he was being accused of were really, really bad. So if somebody gets into the hall of fame and then if we find out after they're in the hall of fame, like they beat their wife, do we, can we pull them out of the hall of fame at that point? Like if they murdered their wife and another guy. Right. Precisely over a pair of sunglasses or something. Yes. Uh, yeah. In Brentwood, California. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so I, and, and maybe it's just because Bob Costas is the face of that whole constituency and Bob Costas has gotten more and more annoying the older he's gotten. I don't know why like that. I, and I'm, and the reason I bring this up, I'm bracing myself for Jose Altuve's candidacy 10 years from now or whenever it is, you know, Jose's probably got what, five or six more years of baseball left in him at the most. And then he'll be eligible for the hall of fame in 2034 or something like that. I am bracing myself for that, John, because I'm not going to be able to handle the sanctimony of people punishing Jose Altuve for, uh, uh, Marwin Gonzalez using a garbage can to to swing at pitches. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm bracing myself for this. Hopefully, the Baseball Writers of America voters will be much smarter than fans who who seem to attribute Altuve to all yeah. that. It was proved he didn't breath. do it, but nobody yeah. wants to hear it. We'll see. Anyways, I say all that to say, John, I like you and your Hall of Fame cronies better than I like the Baseball Hall of Fame cronies. Well, one thing we communicate, there's a, they got like 383 members. One point it was 440. You got it. What amazes me is a lot of them will tell different outlets what their uh, votes are going to be. And so they tabulate, they make predictions, but a lot yeah. don't. And uh, we would never do that. And right. uh, we're not supposed to do that. Yeah. And I like it when it's a surprise. I do but, too. Uh, but I don't like the way baseball does it, but uh, it, gets them, it gets them a lot of attention at a time when they're not getting much. Fair. All right, last one, John. I don't know if you saw this story about Britney Spears in Los Angeles. I She's did. been banished from the Four Seasons Hotel in Los Angeles because apparently she just likes to dance around the pool naked there. Uh, what's wrong with that? John, for real or for gazy, Britney Spears is being persecuted. Oh, that's for real. That's ridiculous. They got topless areas at those at those hotels and uh and not that i would ever look but uh britney spears i mean that's just ridiculous yeah but if she wants to dance around naked let her dance around naked she's still good if some guy's offended yeah. oh my god i don't want to see britney spears naked cover my eyes yeah now, now if you do want to see her naked all you do is follow her on instagram she gets as close to naked on instagram <laughs> as you can get without going to porn instagram <laughs>